0: Violence, freaks of nature, well, then come on down. You know, if I wanted to kill somebody, I'd take this book and beat you to death with it, and I wouldn't feel a thing. Take our life from us. We laid it down, we got tired. There's Albert. <clears throat> Ladies and germs. Welcome to Stories from the Crypt. <laughs>
2: Good evening. Well, you're driving down the B3212 through Dartmoor. It's a very nice summer's evening. The sun is setting, but be careful. Watch out for the hairy hands. They want to drive you off the road. We're back.
1: (laughs) I thought that would be, lo- I thought it'd be longer so I'd have time to have yeah, I just, That was right off the
2: top of my head, that one, I didn't even think of Nice. It. Have you heard of that story before? I have heard yeah, the hairy yeah, yeah. 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 I had to pull up the wiki page to get the right road number. <laughs> but yes, we're back we are another week. We are
1: back indeed.
2: We are Stories from the Crypt. Welcome to the podcast. It's Hello. lovely to have you here. It
1: is lovely to have you here. My name is Luke.
2: Uh, my name is Max, and we are a weekly podcast that talks about all things strange, weird, paranormal, UFOs, Bigfoots, cryptids, Mothman, all that kind of weird, goofy shit we like to talk about. Just a yeah. disclaimer, by the way, we do actually believe in this kind of shit. I know we come across quote flippant, yeah, like we're true. non-believers, but we fully believe in aliens. And I'd like to think Bigfoot is real, probably not. I'm not a big ghost believer, but Luke is. I am a very big
1: ghost believer. I seen it. I seen it with my own eyes, man.
2: But yeah, we are we are into this shit. This is a wheel wheelhouse.
1: Yes. We just like to view things with an objective manner, is all. We we can it. And we believe, like to find
2: it. the funny in this mad shit because it usually is yeah. funny.
1: So we just like to review. Um rather than just straight off the bat
2: believe dismiss.
1: Yeah, or dismissed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh, we are all over the socials
2: at S- at SFTC podcast on your Instas and your Twitters and Facebooks and TikTok. Apparently, maybe I don't know. We are, but
1: it, it, pff, mate, I've, I've, since I set it up, I have not opened it since.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> yeah, we're on all good podcasting platforms. Wherever you listen to this, that's where we are. Give us a little. Thumbs up, a review, a follow, subscribe, bell, yeah. all that shit. All helps. It's lovely. Thank you. It's lovely. Want to email us with some spooky stories or some strange encounters? Uh, yes. Stories from the crypt at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, exactly. If you've ever been jacked off by a djinn,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you ever succumb to a succubus.
1: Ooh. Have you ever been sat on by a sphinx?
2: Ooh. Have you ever joked around with a jackalope?
1: <laughs> Ooh, a jackalope. One.
2: Drop us a line, we'll talk about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're happy to hear about it as Or well. if
2: you've got any news stories that we might have missed, send them our way. Stories from the CryptoGMO.com.
1: Yeah, any creepy experiences, we are all about that life. I guess just before we dive into it as well, from the uh, story of the mower from last week oh yeah yeah Um,
2: the mount claw the mount owen claw discovery (laughs) um so oh by the way did you like the music i put under i did it was fantastic
1: top notch top notch that was (laughs) like um yeah my mate john uh reached out and said when he was in new zealand it is like a big urban legend that they still exist and then the mower that the mower still exist and they're milling around, fucking hiding in
2: caves or some shit. Is that the uh, New Zealand's version of Bigfoot? I, th- I the think the mower?
1: It, from the sounds of things, it could well be. But he said, yeah, he reckons that they're, uh, there's like mower hunters all going mm. around out That's there. That's amazing. But yeah, I think we need to, you know... Keep an eye on the mower. Set up a Patreon. Mower so Watch! We, so you can, yeah, Mower Watch! So you can uh, send us to... Um, yes, please New to New Zealand, Zealand so we can... and then
2: we'll never come back. <laughs> yeah, and hunt some mower while yeah. we're
1: out there. So. We'll be
2: like that guy who sat on the banks of Loch Ness, we'll just in <laughs> his little mobile library.
1: Until somebody just set up fucking cameras.
0: <laughs> like,
1: he left his yeah. wife.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, in... his <laughs> and his kids.
1: And his kids. Fucking anyway, set up webcams.
2: D-K. <laughs> Shall we jump into the, uh, the teaser from last week?
1: Let's go, mate. Let's go
2: brit haunted by terrifying dog man since childhood tells spooky cryptid sighting tale colin keatley claims to have had multiple run-ins with an enormous dog human hybrid in rural areas of the uk through his life and is open-minded there could be a supernatural explanation a brit is convinced the terrifying dogman is no legend but real having been haunted by sightings of such a creature since he was a child when cryptid's call is a new podcast hosted by cryptozoological expert lee solway that features listeners calling in with their spookiest paranormal experiences in the uk a recent episode featured an eerie tale from colin keatley who says he's had run-ins with a dogman, an enormous mythical creature thought to be a dog-human hybrid throughout his life. On October 4th, 1990, he was backpacking his way from East Hull to Hornsey and came across a park in Hatfield. He was walking down the lane at about 8.30 with the full moon that lit the place up like daylight when he spied something strange in a gap under a hedgerow. I kept looking at it. Look, it's a cow. Is it a deer? Connie recalled. A cow? I thought it looked like it just looked like a dog's back legs. But then I thought, hold on, where's his front legs? <laughs> at that moment, a friend happened to be driving past and offered him a lift. When he got in and looked back at the field, he could see this dog standing there. I said, look, look, there's a dog standing at the gate oh. He just looked at me and said, go,
0: you're working a on of hours. Get some rest. Colin went on. To be honest, I had nightmares after that. For years I kept waking up. Not
2: every night, obviously. But some months would go by and I'd have another one.
0: And the recurring nightmare is this thing jumped out of the gate and just ripped me to shreds. And I woke up screaming some nights. With sweat. Even though I'm not into that.
2: I just couldn't believe what I saw. From then on, he became obsessed with going on solo expeditions to try and catch other glimpses of the creature, but kept it under wraps from his family until September 2015. (laughs) One morning, he was exploring some private woods when he found an enormous... POIL AND POO! Indicating a large creature had been in the area recently. And that was only the first strange thing.
0: As I was coming to the stream, I thought, What's that smell? Oh man, that's putrid. It's really foul. And then I heard this big thud, thud, thud. And I thought, The heck's that? So I stopped. And this thing stopped. He assumed it was one
2: of the men who work in the forest. So he called out, but got no answer. He kept walking. And the
0: thuds kept following him. All oh, this time, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up, the smell was putrid, and I got on all fours to see through the bracket. And then I got back up, and it got back up, and started walking slowly, and this thing was following me. So I speeded up, and it speeded up. I thought, bloody hell, what is this thing? When I got to the end of the bracket, it bowed off to the right of me,
2: and I was going to the left. When I got to the end, I just glanced over, and there's this, I don't know what the heck it was, I don't know what to say. It was huge, hairy, what I thought was a dogman, because of the smell. Colin's convinced it wasn't a prankster wearing a costume, because nobody
0: knew I was going to be there. The private woods. nobody walked through there. He couldn't make out the creature's face. All I could see was a mass of hair. I wish i got my phone out and took some pictures of it. What this large thing was, I don't know, but it wasn't human, I
2: know that. Another thing, when I was going into the woods, you could hear animals moving around, but just as I got in everything went silent like there was a joy bubble. It was real weird. It was Colin's first sight of the cryptid having seen something twice as a child and again while work, walking in the while out walking in Gotherland with his wife.
0: Fucking hell this is long man. About half a mile into these woods she said I'm scared <laughs> She said there's something of floods we shouldn't see. I said, stop being stupid. But she grabbed me hand, which was unusual at the time because we
2: weren't getting on. (laughs) But it was definitely something in the woods. And once we got out, you could feel the relief. It was really weird that there was another bubble. Colin's also seen strange things while out driving at night, but says modern dash cams are ill-equipped to capture the lightning-fast creatures he's seen run out in front of his car having been dogged by unexplained sightings of enormous creatures his whole life he's still unsure of the truth behind it all i like to think these things are real but i'm open-minded about the supernatural he explained i do really think these move about the country through green belts and I have loads of stories of factories where there's a there's
0: a green belt out back and something's gone crashing through, something large that we can't explain, bigger than a deer, massive and black. Only 30% of the UK's total
2: landmass is urbanised, urbanised, urbanized, with the rest made up of a farmland's marshes and forest. Uh, yeah, that's it. I'd just like to say, so... I like <laughs> there have been reports of a dogman creature fitting Connie's description in Lincolnshire as far back as the 1600s. Ooh. podcast Lee told the Daily Star last year oh it's is from the Daily Star so it's probably all bollocks but
1: yeah I just want to say so he hid that from his wife and family for a number of years that he was going out to hunt dogmen for the for the dog man or the dog men
2: mm. and
1: just like You know, he's going out in the middle of the night. His missus is like,
2: where are you going? No wonder they weren't getting on. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's going out in the
1: middle of the night. Where are you going? He can't think of a good excuse. I'm
2: going to see a prostitute. (laughs) Yeah, uh,
0: dogging. A a murdering prostitute. I'm going to get a (laughs) massage. Happy ending.
1: Yeah. And his missus is like, oh, well, I guess at least he's not looking at at (laughs) that fucking dog man again. (laughs) Prefer the infidelity,
2: the fact (laughs) he might be losing his mind. Poor bastard, (laughs) cottaging, (laughs) (laughs) fucking (laughs) cottaging. All right, that was the teaser from last week. So, uh, what you got for me then, boy? What's your your Mm. headlines?
1: Strange attack. She thought the car was her husband's, it wasn't. (laughs) Okay, I'm interested. Our answer to Bigfoot, the seriously creepy Victorian folklore surrounding the region's canals.
2: Is that based in the UK? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's it's almost local. Mum accused of being time traveller after strange Google map pictures decades apart. Ghost villages of Uttarakhand report mass migrations for the fear of leopard attacks. Ooh yeah it's all kicking off mate it is all kicking off
2: hit me with your news stick man says encounter in woods age seven made him a ufo hunter craig david comes out as psychic and says he can sit here his ancestors (laughs) (laughs) mum warns watching hocus pocus 2 will
0: unleash
2: hell on your children and then a bit of an update. Couple see big cat on Gloucester Hill while out picking sl- sloes to make Christmas gin. Nice, nice. Okay,
1: you did the teaser, so I'll yeah, go first.
2: What do you want? The strange
1: attack. Our answer to Bigfoot. Uh, Time travelling mum <laughs> or ghost villages.
2: Time travelling mum, I reckon.
1: Mum accused of being. Time traveler after strange Google map pictures decade apart. Leanna Cartwright was caught on camera in the exact same spot twice in pictures taken 10 years apart. A mum has been accused of being a time traveler after she experienced her very own glitch in the Matrix. Leanna Cartwright was caught in the same spot twice in pictures taken 10 years apart. The mum of one was sent... The Google Maps pictures of herself standing at a crossing, holding on to her bag beside her husband Richard. After viewing the snaps, the mum assumed the email was pointing out that the tech giant had caught her on camera. Upon further inspection, she was left stunned to discover she had appeared in the exact same spot, down to the same paving slab, in a near identical shot. Nine years later the first image shows the trouser clad forty one year old standing at a traffic crossing. <laughs> why why call that out? Like Trouser clad. Trouser clad forty one year old standing at a traffic crossing on the corner of Victoria Place with a carrier bag in her left arm and another bag over her shoulder. Like they didn't say like
2: shirt clad. You know what I mean? Like his trousers are a pinnacle part of this being time travel or something? Uh, I've got no idea, mate. <laughs> Bizarrely,
1: a second image, shot August 2018, shows her standing directly in the same position, holding two bags in the same style. The only difference being
2: her outfit. So she's not a time traveler then? She just so happened to be stood in the same spot when the Google car went past. Yeah, she's been Does she go to, to the shop at the same time every day? <laughs> Basically,
1: it's a one in a million coincidence. Or somebody's even said one in a billion coincidence. Leanne said, It's like I've been frozen in time. I've been standing exactly on the same paving slab, and I've still got a bag on my shoulder. It's all funny, but it's all bizarre. Some people <laughs> probably think I'm a time traveller. <laughs> I could be the only person in the world to have caught in exactly the same place almost a decade later, to be sure. I did see the car for the first time, so when it got published, I went on and had a look, and everyone thought it was quite funny, and I didn't mind at all. (laughs) And then he goes on to say reports Wales online, so fuck knows where she's from, to be quite (laughs) honest. (laughs) your hand a second one. Well, I at work, because he was looking for the first one. He was going to send it to me, and then he realised I was back on it. And when I saw, I thought, it was really bizarre. I hadn't even seen the car at the time, and
2: I was a flabbergasted.
0: <laughs> Why did you go else then? <laughs> <laughs> i do
1: not got a clue, mate.
0: Flabbergasted. The <laughs> bloody great <laughs> <big> Puma. Puma. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we told everyone at work. And I found it funny. And I thought, I put it on Facebook. I don't know any, anyone else it's happened to. It's had loads of likes. Someone even mentioned about me being a time traveler. And it's funny, reading the reaction. I, I guess I'll be looking out for the car in the future. And if I see it, I'll have to jump to the same spot. <laughs> and that's basically it, yeah.
2: Uh, she's a. So, there's nothing about time travelers, but uh, someone's m- mentioned it on Facebook as a joke. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's She's a self-professed creature of habit.
2: Yeah, it fucking um, sounds like it. She yeah. goes to the same shop on the same day at the same time and gets to that crossing. And it just yeah. so happens a Google car was going past it whenever she was it stuck there. <laughs> 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 right. Excuse me. So, uh, I apologise for that.
1: I feel like I've mildly wasted your time. Like,
2: what do you want from me? Do you want the uh, the UFO hunter, Craig David, or the Hocus Pocus? We'll li- I'll leave the... Uh, Big cat update till the end. Dive in with Craig Damon. Craig David comes out as psychic and says he can hear his ancestors. It were proper boards, <laughs> tell me. I
0: was a, I was a bit in the closet about being a psychic, he said. Craig David. <laughs> as Craig... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
2: And I carry on? You might want to leave your drink alone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just I'm not fucking touching it. I'm...
2: Craig David has claimed to have psychic abilities which have enabled him to heal his ancestors. The seven-day singer, 41, said he has been in the closet for a while, but is opened up about his talents in an interview with Fern Cotton on Tuesday. On Tuesday? You ready? <laughs> Do you think this article is going to go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday?
1: I'm fucking hope so.
2: Speaking to the presenters, Happy Place Podcast, the 31-year-old said, "I'm super
0: empathic and super sensitive about s- and super psychic, which I feel very liberated to see now. Proper bow. I was a bit in the closet about being a psychic, but I'm very clairvoyant and I can see things in the future. Bow selector." <laughs> Me ears went off like crazy and I know there's a guide or some ancestor trying to come through and tuning in. Ain't that right,
2: Kiss? <laughs> the singer's revelations come after he was Oh fuck it out. <laughs> the singer's revelations come after he was violated by a stalker last month.
0: Oh
3: fuck.
2: Tanya Gill thirty one stalked David between twenty sixteen and twenty twenty one, knocking on his hotel room door, turning up at his home address and sending letters to his parents. In a wow. statement read out in bromley magistrates court david said the instance have left him feeling violated and uncomfortable in his own home
1: and gave him superpowers
0: <laughs> i tried to see her as someone was a little too excited but it escalated into something far more scary he said jail claimed
2: certain man- matters did not happen in accordance with what he said she said there's a video on youtube <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. there's a video on youtube that's been removed about me and mr david claiming he is gay if i turned up to his door as a man he would have opened the door i think he stated his sexuality in the beginning i would have never got to see him tanya denied the suggestion she would change her mind about her new disinterested in Mr. David if she were to find out he was straight or had a girlfriend, it would be a cover up," she said. <laughs> David was sub- subsequently subsequently given an indefinite stalking protection order against the 31 year old. Oh, and that's it. Oh, I thought <laughs> I'd go more into his uh psychic abilities.
0: A proper boy, tell them Craig <laughs> David.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like why. It went a bit dark towards the end. I do apologise. Yeah, it did a little bit, didn't it? But It went a bit left field, didn't it? Fuck me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, that was uh, Craig David being a psychic. <laughs> Give us your Bigfoot story.
1: You want our answer to Bigfoot?
2: Yeah. Go Are on, you then. ready? I'm ready.
1: Our answer to Bigfoot, the seriously creepy Victorian folklore surrounding the region's canals. A Bigfoot-esque creature Stalking the canals of the West Midlands and leaping out to spook travellers? You'd be surprised how often it's reported. The
2: Shropshire Monkey Man! <laughs> I think I've heard of this before. Oh. <laughs> is it Canuck Chase for any chance? I, I will
1: get into it. The Shropshire Monkey Man is a cryptid that is an animal not believed to exist by the mainstream science, but inspires legends nonetheless and captures the attention of hopeful cryptozoologists. Some of the most famous examples include the Abdominable Snowman, the Loch Ness Monster, The Abdominable?
2: Bigfoot. Abdominable. Abominable. Abomin... Ab- ab- shut up, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Abdom It's not his abdomen. <laughs> it's like a snowman <laughs> made of abdomens. Abominable. I, a what? Abominable. 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 Ab- Ab- right.
1: The abominable snowman. The abominable snowman. Yeah, there we go. It's easier the quicker you say it. And it transpires that the waterways of the West Midlands
3: may have their own counterpart to the Sasquatch, said to stalk the northwest of America. The persistent Tommy! Report. It's Sasquatch, Tommy!
1: There's <laughs> dead turning up and getting chased, Tommy! Why is there carpet on fucking trees? Billy Kimber's a Sasquatch, Tommy! <laughs> <laughs> and pers- with persistent reports of a hairy attacker from its undergrowth, Shropshire folklore expert and enthusiast for all things paranormal, Amy Ah, oh, I thought you were going to say Lee Brickley then. I know, takes up the story. The Shropshire Man Monkey, or Old Ned's Devil,
3: is a cryptid zoo for primate that has been sighted along the Shropshire Union canal. Well, what? hang on, the, the old what? The Old Ned's Devil. Old Ned's Devil? Yeah. Ooh. This kid out. Was built by Thomas telford in 1828 and covers several canal systems, including Shropshire, Staffordshire, Birmingham, and parts of Cheshire. Their most famous sighting occurred at 10 p.m. on the evening of January 21st, 1879, and was invested by folklorist Charlotte Spoon. <laughs> she, she encountered. <laughs> The before the eyewitness reached the canal bridge. A strange, hairy black creature with great white eyes sprang out of the plantation by the roadside and attached itself onto the horse's back. In desperation, he tried to push it off with his whip, but to his horror, the whip went through the creature and he dropped to the ground with fright. The horse had broke into a cancer and ran off at full speed, with the creature still clinging to his back. The man returned to the village called Woodseves in Stratfordshire and recounted his tale, with the listeners being so terrified that they stayed in the area rather than risking an encounter. The witness was so terrified by this encounter that he took to his bed for several days afterwards. <coughs> the canal was searched the next day, and the whip was found in the exact place he dropped it. A parrot lie. <coughs> the police had visited the witness a few days later. Upon reports he'd been robbed, and where he explained in order what he saw, the police were rather disappointed and replied,
1: oh, well, "That was it, sir. I know what it was." That was the monkey
0: man. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking sound like the hitcher.
1: Sure as he does come at that bridge over since a man drowned out in the cut.
3: I'm sure the witness was very disheartened to know such an experience was a regular occurrence. A creature, akin to the man Monkey, was also reported near the end of the 19th century by a man named Ned. Whilst driving a pony and trap on Rolf Street in Smithwick outside Birmingham, he heard a strange noise behind him and was leapt at by an unusual looking
1: animal which he fought off and killed with his horse whip. Fucking hell, how'd he kill it with a horse whip, man? Jesus you Christ. See, like, they're only about, yeah. Like, were they like truncheons
2: back in the day? Well, they're the ones yeah. that like, jockeys use, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, unless fucking... it was an actual, like a proper whip. Yeah, I mean Like a whoosh, rather than just the crop riding crop kind of thing.
1: Oh uh, yeah, mate, I guess it was this was the uh, Did you whip him in the throat and slits his throat open Yeah, have that yes lag.
2: The animal was
3: placed on display in a glass case in the Blue Gate pub on Rolf Street and was dubbed Old Nev's Devil by the locals. Old Ned's Devil was probably a separate creature to the one that was experienced in January 1879 as this creature of flesh, a blood, and killed. What? And this, as this was a creature of flesh, of blood, and killed. However, it provides further discussion in the narrative of the Eighth Man. Further, Monkey Man sightings have been reported ever since and in this instance all astonishing commonalities the most recent one was reported in 2002 to the british waterways which is now called the canal of river trough the man contacted the trust and said that during the holiday on the (laughs) shroppy in the in the 1980s he passed under a bridge and upon Looking up, saw a huge, hairy, black figure staring back at him with large eyes. He called for his family. However, the creature disappeared. Interestingly, there are reports of a similar ape-like creature from Maidley Wood. Interesting lie. (laughs) (laughs) There are reports of a similar ape-like creature from the Maidley Wood area in the 1870s. Are
1: these Shropshire's
3: answer to Bigfoot?
1: A nice little story that, to be fair, never heard of it. Never heard of the Shropshire Monkey Man. To be quite I, honest, it rings a bell. I don't know why. Considering it's like a local thing, I would have assumed it's from
2: the 1800s.
1: Yeah, but like from the local area, you know what I mean. Like I would have assumed it yeah, would have made not, its way we're not, to.
2: We're not actually in Shropshire, are we? We're Worcestershire. Shropshire's like on the border of Wales, isn't it?
1: Yeah, true, but I'd just I'd have assumed it would have percolated. Its I think way I've down. heard of it
2: because of all the mad shit that's been spotted at Cannock Chase, like with the black-eyed kids and the pig woman, and I'm pretty sure the Shropshire Monkey Man might have made an appearance there. Because obviously we had the a few weeks ago we had Lee Brickley talk about the Bigfoot sightings, and there was the did, one yeah. footprint that was <laughs> way too perfect <laughs> to actually be a footprint. B- footprint yeah. yeah. Do you want the UFO hunter? Do the uh, UFO. Our
1: new UFO mate.
2: Man says encounter in woods, age seven, made him a UFO hunter. It was definitely not of this earth. It was such a weird vibe. Its head, in proportion to its body, was tiny. A man who encountered an alien in the woods when he was just seven years old says the experience has spurred him to become a UFO hunter. Ben Walgate's experience would eventually lead him to set up YouTube channel 401 Files, where he shows his visits to UK hotspots for alleged UFO and alien sightings for his more than 11,000 subscribers. Ben's first close encounter was on his way back from a camping trip as a cub scout near York, when the minibus stopped to allow everyone to stretch their legs. It was broad daylight and very hot, reports the Mirror. Ben walked up to a small embankment which brought him into a wooded area area, and he saw a derelict outbuilding in a clearing. Suddenly, around 25 metres to his left, Ben said he saw a spindly green creature with a tiny head standing on two feet and well over six feet tall with oversized limbs. He described it as walking with a stoop as if struggling to stand or clumsily trying to keep a low profile. Ben said the wooded area wasn't that dense, so I got a good look at the at this thing. It might have only been a few seconds, but we made eye contact. It had black eyes. This thing was out of the ordinary. It looked at me. I looked at this thing. It was definitely not of this earth. It was such a weird vibe. It had its head, in proportion to its body, was tiny. It's not like the stereotypical alien with grey skin and big black eyes. This thing was more lizard. I'm not saying it had scales. It wasn't snake-like. It was olive green from head to toe, a very sleek, slender-looking thing. Dark black eyes, tiny head, long over-proportional-sized arms that came past its knees. It was just otherworldly. It shouldn't have been walking on two feet. This thing was walking right through the woods. Ben was convinced it was a prank and headed back to the bus expecting his pals to be laughing at, fooled, at having fooled him, but no one said anything. For several years he forgot about it. In his twenties however, suddenly the encounter came flooding back like a bolt of lightning and Ben could remember how hot day was and had a clear picture of the creature. Around five years ago he set up his YouTube channel. I'm still very su- scientifically minded, I won't jump to anything and say it's an alien he said i'm getting out there and investigating some of these areas and following up on some of these stories that people have shared ben said if there are intelligent beings out there i'm not saying there are but it's highly likely there are if they were coming here for some reconnaissance or research it wouldn't be difficult in a place like the north Yorkshire Moors to stay hidden the foot traffic there isn't too heavy you have the odd cyclist or dog walker and the area is 500 and something square miles of woodland and moorland. He said, one of the main things many of the hotspots have in common is being close to military bases, including the moors, which contains the RF, RAF Flying Dales base. Ben theorises otherworldly beings may, may be showing an interest in our military or they are some level of top secret military equipment. Ben says he has caught some strange phenomena while shooting videos. This includes a figure walking behind him. Last year, Ben and his brother staked out into the night at Flamborough Head and believed they saw a UFO over the North Sea. They were just about to head back to their van as the temperature dropped when Ben said they saw five orange lights in a complete straight line. It went right across the sky, he added. It stopped on a dime and went straight back in the opposite direction. And we thought, what the hell is this thing? It can't be a drone. It's way too big. There's no noise. There's nothing. It's just these five lights suspended in the sky moving like nothing I've ever seen. And then it was so weird because the thing shut out to the sea. And it was probably about 20 miles out to sea in a blink of an eye. And then he heard a fighter plane roar ahead above us heading in that direction and this is where it gets weird we thought it this is strange we've not heard a fighter plane or a plane all night and then the minute we see these five strand lights acting weirdly a fighter plane screeches overhead in that direction as the fighter plane died out we look up and it was literally the only little dark cloud in the sky these five lights emerged eerie out of this cloud we never saw it come back that way we never saw it make the trip back it just disappeared out to sea the plane went in that direction after it i'm assuming I'm assuming and then this thing seconds later emerged out of a cloud above our head it was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen the way it moved and we both agreed the way it came across the sky and back on itself was obviously like it was trying to make a decision on where to go all of these things have really weird questions but I can only report what I saw I never I've never seen anything like that in my life if it was a plane the people inside would have been mush at those (laughs) speeds the G-force would have ripped any human to bits. I can't explain it. Ben said the military must know a lot more than they have revealed. We are making discoveries all the time, all the time now. People's minds are changing. Ben said. If you go back twenty or thirty years, people would have been laughing if you were talking about this stuff. But now these people are becoming the minority. The universe is so big that we can't be the only ones. It wouldn't make sense. He added. I mean,
1: he's got a point there, though. He, yeah, he's got really? a fucking point.
2: But yeah, I I checked out his YouTube channel. Uh, it looks I had a little scan for it. It looks like he does some pretty spooky stuff, going to the woods and filming UFOs and stuff. It looks like he's got a lot of footage actually. Nice. So I, I would recommend subscribing to uh, uh, 401 Uh We gave him a follow, and he gave us a follow back. So shout out to uh, fuck I forgot his name. Ben was it Ben? Yeah, shout out to Ben, 401 Files. Oh, Ben. If you um, actually listen, we'd love to get you on the podcast, talk about your spooky encounters and shit. We
1: would love to. I love the fact that he put that he's still got quite a scientific mind mm. as well, because I think that, that's always a tack that we always try and take as as well, being objective.
2: Shout out uh, Ben Wargate and the uh, 401 Files. Give him a follow. Legend. Stories yeah. from the Crypt recommended. Um, right, what you got for me?
1: Uh, strange Attack. Or ghost villages.
2: Oh, I'll go Stranger Attack then.
1: Strange Attack. She thought it was her husband's car. It wasn't. At first, it was a baffling incident. A stranger got into a car and began hissing the driver. Then, after she was tossed out intentionally, ran her car into the victims. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird chain of events, this is. A possible motive for the bizarre behaviour was revealed when the the attacker's husband arrived on the scene in a car identical to the victim's. The two-part assault, apparently sparked by mistaken vehicular identity, played out on the streets of Cutstown, Pennsylvania, a town of 5,000 people west of Allentown. According to the police report, a driver was sitting in her parked car waiting for a friend to return with their food from a nearby restaurant. Then the passenger opened a door. A woman she had never seen before got in and began hitting her. Her friend heard the commotion and pulled the attacker out of the vehicle. The vehicle and her friend drove away, but so did the attacker, following them in another car. When they ended up driving towards each other on a residential street, the attacker reportedly veered into the other lane and crashed head-on into the victim's car. When the police arrived, the suspect, a 36-year-old Town woman, reportedly told them she thought the other car was her husband's, and indeed. When he arrived, it was the same make and model and colour. The woman also said she'd been experiencing unspecified personal problems, the police report said. Borough police charged her with two counts, each of aggravated assault and reckless endangerment, as well as summary counts of driving an an unregistered vehicle, Operating without a valid inspection permit and driving without insurance. Police did not indicate whether anyone re- required medical treatment. Boom. Right, what you got for me next and boy?
2: Mum warns watching Hocus Pocus 2 will
1: unleash hell on your children. Love it! I love the fact that they've been saying this shit for fucking years as well. Yeah,
2: the uh, satanic panic has never gone away. No,
1: it never has.
2: She claims the reactions to her claim has been mainly positive. A Texan mother has spoken to social media to warn fellow parents that Hocus Pocus Two will unleash hell on their children. (laughs) Mum of three, Jamie Gooch, appeared on local news network KWTX to explain how she fears the movie may be responsible for genuinely bewitching kids. She said the PG-rated Halloween flick can impact the innocent minds of young ones.
0: A worst case scenario is, <laughs> you'll unleash hell on your kids in your home. The whole movie is based on witches harvesting children for blood sacrifices.
2: Gooch has spoken out after her social media posts on the topic went viral, with the mother thinking the film could cast an actual magical spell on viewers.
0: Do not watch this <laughs> film!
2: In a now-deleted Facebook post.
0: Everybody thinks it's fake and innocent, but they could be cast in any type of spell they want to. Anything could be coming from your TV into your home! <laughs> She's not
2: joking either, and revealed to have being nervous when she decided to post her wild opinion on social media.
0: I was a little bit scared when <laughs> I hit the post button. I was afraid of the reaction I would get. The post was for people being on the fence fa- on the decisions they need to make for their family.
2: She told KWTX. The mom of three admits that some have labelled her crazy following her post on social Media, but claims the feedback has been mostly positive. She went on to say that she believes Hocus Pocus 2 is just part of a wider trend in society, adding, We need to be cautious
0: of what we're consuming, what we're bringing in, and what we're sending out. I think it goes further than just a movie. It goes further than Halloween. She said, i believe whatever comes on our tv screens there are things attached to that i've seen for myself the things i've watched with my eyes or heard over a tv screen they've become manifested in real life i think oh my gosh what did i consume
2: Yeah, yeah that's it (laughs) this idiotic mother of three thinks a disney film Is bewitching children. Standard. Right, what's this? What's your big cat?
1: My big cat. Ghost villages of Atarakhand report mass migrations for the fear of leopard attacks. One man-eater hunted last week. Villages claim no help from forest department. Sentence doesn't even quite make sense, but... (coughs) Several villages in Atarakan's Puri district are turning into ghost villages after being abandoned by their residents. Many villages are migrating to more urban parts of the district after increasing sightings and attacks by leopards. The residents of two Atarakan villages have been abandoned. Their houses within a week. The lone family living in the Puri districts Baratah village have also migrated. Godbury village in Coddorquah is also completely vacated and the last four families living there also left their ancestral homes to move into rented homes in the urban areas. Frequent leopard attacks are the primary reason for mass migrations. More villages are likely to be uninhabited as well, said the locals. In October 2021, this reporter visited Bharatpur village. Rows of deserted houses had locks on the doors. The cowsheds were in ruins, and thorny bushes had overtaken all empty spaces, making it difficult to enter home. The village had been uninhabited for a long time. Just one family had been living in the village. the last three to four years which used to have a population of around 90 people however yashoda devi's family also left their house august 2022 unable to cope with the constant fear of leopard attacks they were living all by themselves for a while in the village but both her sons worked in Delhi and Gurugan one of her sons His wife and two children returned home after the COVID-19 induced lockdown. The daughter-in-law and Devi started farming in the village.
3: I'd installed several power lights around the house. We would turn them on at night to keep the leopards away, but the wild cats would circle around the house every night. There were three leopards, one mother and two children. We worship these creatures because they may be the reincarnation of our ancestors or
1: even a demigod. We pray they would leave us alone. Devi complained several times to the forest department for help.
3: The department officials would tell us to chop all down all the bushes, keep the village clean, etc. But how would we manage that all by ourselves? The creature ate a calf. And we were afraid my grandchildren would be next. The leopard endangered our lives and the wild boars and monkeys attacked our farms in the village. We were able to drive the monkeys away during the day but couldn't do anything about the boars at night.
1: The family was also worried about the children's education as the nearest school was several kilometers away. They would also be afraid of dropping off or picking the children up. Devi's family also decided to leave, making Barat Pur another ghost village. Another leopard near Puri Barat village. Tizilan Tess Hill was hunted down September 1st, 2022. The wildcat had eaten a five-year-old child on Jesus July Christ. 28. I shouldn't laugh at that, man. I'm always halfway through. I'm like, Jesus. I'm shocked You're as always I'm reading taken it.
2: Take fucking. Really dark turn, like out of nowhere.
1: <laughs> I know. And the wild cat had eaten a five-year-old child on July twenty-eighth, twenty twenty-two, and was declared as a oh. man eater. <sighs> <sighs> Fucking out by the forest department. Most migrations from villages happened because the residents were afraid of attacks by wild animals.
3: There is no development model for villages. So they just decide
1: to migrate. Utter Karakhand Forest Department has been trying to prevent leopard attacks with schemes like living with leopards. But Hakil says the villagers can live with leopards, but not man-eaters.
3: People of the mountains uh, have lived with leopards for generations, but now we don't know their condition or even their numbers in our forests. The twenty eighteen report status of leopards in India said that there were eight hundred and thirty nine leopards in a taricand. but her said the numbers were not correct. Well, I travelled to cross the state. <laughs> Darned man eating leopards. There is at least five thousand wildcats in Uttarakhand. The forest department officials also agree, estimating at around four thousand leopards in the state. <laughs> People keep coming to the village. And leaving in troves, said Namala Sundrial of Kuin Village. Right thirty families used to live here. The risk of attack is less here as more humans live here. The villages with less population are more vulnerable, she said. <laughs> <laughs> Leopard
2: facts. That's the best action you've ever done. <laughs> just... Right, drop my big cat story. Hit me. Hit me with your puma! Couple see BIG CAT on Gloucester Hill while out picking sloes to make Christmas gin. They saw the creature on the hill horizon of Robinsons Wood Hill. A couple who were out picking sloberries to make homemade gin for Christmas could not believe their eyes when they saw a BIG CAT on the horizon of the hill. The sighting happened in Gloucester on Robinswood Hill. The afternoon of September 25th and it's not the first time it has been claimed a big cat has been seen on the hill. Paul Beatty 41 from Abbey Mead was looking for slowberries with his partner Francis Turner 40. It was Francis who alerted Paul to the cat who at the time feeling a little disheartened at finding most of the berries had been picked. Paul said. We decided to go to Robin's Wood Hill with a prospect of collecting some
0: berries to make some gin. We had a little walk around. We had only found a few and walked past the nature hut on the right and carried on <laughs> up the hill on the path. I was busy looking for sloughs, slu- and Fred said, oh my goodness, look at that, Paul. I stood up and she pointed at a big cat on the hill. It was about 200 yards away from us, and I was walking out the bushes ahead of us,
2: and it carried on and went into the hedgerows. I'm going Welsh here, aren't I? Right, Gloucester, Gloucester, Fred West, Fred West. (laughs) (laughs) It was about 200 yards away from us and coming out of the bushes ahead of us, and then it carried on and went into the hedgerows. It were a big black animal the size of a Labrador. But it were not a Labrador. You could tell it was a cat by the way it was working, where the tail was long and bobbing in the air, and I noticed the sheen on the animal's coat. I did try and get me phone out and take a picture, but I was also keeping an eye on what I was doing, and it went out of sight into the hedgerows, though. Paul, feeling fearless, decided he wanted to get evidence of animals which had crossed his and Francis's. He said, I read up the intro to see if I can find it and take a picture. I'll get some video of it. Fran did tell me not to go, but I wanted to see if I could find it and get some more detail about it. Paul and Francis continued their hunt of slowberries after after the big cat sighting of a Paul. I mean, to see the creature
0: again. Paul said we managed to pick up about 900 grams of sloes to make two bottles of homemade gin for Christmas, which should do us nicely. <laughs> Going back at the weekend though to try to see if I could see the big cat. I wanted to be able to get a video evidence to prove the Nacy is wrong,
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's it. I
1: love that. I'm a big fan of that.
0: Yeah, I, I do that apologize
2: zero like, fucks as well. I'll like... a bit Welsh, but it is right on the border, suppose, it is on it? the border. Yeah.
1: Goat yeah, Lash um... Freda Rose, Freda Rose <laughs> I just love the fact he's hot Yeah, I'm gonna to, going to go back I got zero fucks Right,
2: fuck
0: off, Fran I'm going right back up there And get a fucking video Of the big cats <laughs> Yeah I don't give a shit What you think, Fran Drink your gin and fuck off Have you got to tease me, tease me For next week
3: Say that you'll tease me
1: The true story of the cocaine bear is probably even stranger than the upcoming movie.
2: Yeah, tune in next week to hear the true story of the
0: Cocaine Bear.
2: It is October. It's spooky month. Indeed. I don't think you've been doing it, but spooky I've been doing season. it.
1: Oh, I've been I've away, been doing sir. the
2: uh, 31 Days of Halloween or 31 Days of Horror.
1: 31 Days of Horror. Mm-hmm.
2: So I watched The Werewolves of Vin, which is like a horror comedy, but more of a comedy than horror. It's just a werewolf film that was kind of funny. It was fine. So I watched Halloween H2O. Nice. Uh,
1: was, that, was that the one with... Um...
2: Jason, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Yeah. So I watched Halloween H2O, and it's reconfirmed that I fucking hate the Halloween series.
1: <laughs>
3: Have I you not cannot, I cannot
2: ones? stand any of them. I think they're all bullshit. They're all boring. He just walks everywhere. He doesn't do anything. And in the, at the end of Halloween H2O, Jamie Lee Curtis cuts his fucking head off, Yeah, and then he reappears for the next fucking seven movies, or however many it is. He yeah. dies at the end of every film there, and always there, comes back. It's, there
1: is a list of which ones are canon and which ones aren't. And... But,
2: well, she's in this one, so it's got to be canon. Yeah, it's, but I, I fucking hate the Halloween series. I think it's bullshit. I can't. Have you not stand watched the it. new ones? I've watched the Rob Zombie ones.
1: Yeah, but the the more recent ones that they released like last well, year or I have watched
2: forward. Halloween Kills. Yeah. Which is the latest one. But I don't care. I, I just don't <laughs> like them. It, the enough. first one, it's like, regarded as amazing. Like, amazing horror film that will stand the test of time. The first one is so fucking boring. Nothing happens in the first one. He's just no. behind some bushes and that's about yeah. it. And Straight then he's supposed to break into a fucking closet and can't do it. And in <laughs> Halloween H2O, he's got the worst fucking Michael Myers mask. It's like a re- it's like a copy of a copy of a copy. It's yeah. so weird the mask is. But yeah, fuck Halloween. I can't Fun that.
1: fun fact though, it was originally a William Shatner mask.
2: Yeah, I know, yeah, I know that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've watched a video of the guy, he, he explains how he made it. But anyway, yeah, Halloween H2O, the best bit in it was when Joseph Gordon-Levin got an ice hockey boot to the face, nice. which is right at the start. Uh, and then I watched ReAnimator, which was hilariously B- B-movie funny. Don't think they realised it was funny until they played on the funny in the sequel, which is apparently the sequel to as a Comedy. But yeah, yeah, it gets very weird at points <clears throat> with... Uh, a man carrying his own head while trying to lick a girl's tits. It's very strange. <laughs> uh, and then I watched a film called Straight Edge Kegger.
1: I, I saw
2: so basically, Instagram
1: post and it sounded fucking hilarious. It's
2: basically like a home invasion film. So like, like you're next. So it's known uh, like Monsters. Okay. Yeah. So basically it's a, this guy who's like, in like a straight edge crew, him and his mates are straight edge, but they start the crew as like to get rid of like Nazis and fascists out of the hardcore scene. And then it turns into like his mates just go to shows and just beat up people that are drinking and just turn into assholes. So this guy gets a bit disheartened, leaves, makes friends with this other guy and then start just breaks edge and starts drinking, goes to a house party. His mates turn up and start killing people basically at a party. Nice the acting in it is dog shit but Aww. the fuck the, it's a it's a very very low budget film the music is fucking great i like them. well it's my kind of music the music's great the acting's to be desired some of it's fine some of it's pretty shit but the kills and the special uh, the practical effects with the kills are insane really it's like yeah seriously like the like there's throat slits that you think how the fuck have they done that? And like, you think this is is a really low budget film. This guy gets his throat cut and it's like proper, like, it looks real. It's insane. And then one guy gets like stabbed in his chest or in his heart and it's like pissing all over this girl. It's like, yeah, the kills are really cool and the the effects are really cool. And then I watched another film called Trick, which is on Amazon, which is about uh, this guy who kills some kids at Halloween party and then comes back. He gets killed and then comes back every year to kill more kids at Halloween, and it's just very nice. American, bit teeny. Kills are good, though. God gets his head ripped off. Yeah, it's great. Some of the kills are pretty cool, but the film in general, kind of a little bit to be desired, a little bit too over the top, but yeah, the, kill, yeah. the kills are cool. But uh, yeah, fair, fair, fair. Uh, and tonight I'm going to watch Evil Dead. Nice. Which won the vote on my Instagram? The original? Yeah, there. the Evil Dead, the first one. Nice. So the, uh, the votes on my Instagram at the moment are... 82% Evil Dead, 18% Child's Play. Nice. Yeah. I
1: was never really a fan of the the films myself.
2: But yeah, so that's my 31 days of horror slash Halloween so far.
1: So far, nice. Film review. Nope.
2: Horror movies, mutilation, decapitation, torture. Does that sound entertaining?
1: The residents of a lonely gulch in inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery.
2: So, yeah, nope, Jordan Peele's, <laughs> Jordan Peele's. Nope,
1: nope, not today.
3: Not having any of that.
2: Um, uh, we watched it together again when we did down at yours for the weekend. Yeah, we watched Chud Chir- followed by Nope the next day. Yeah. It uh, is, so, it what was worth did it. you think?
1: What did I think? Well, well, well. I I really enjoyed it, man. Um, I I thought it was really good, like really sick. To be fair, it was one of them ones where uh, I think we both kind of had the the same uh opinion of it was unset- more unsettling because it was during the day.
2: Yeah. Normally, UFO yeah, films are uh,
1: always at night.
2: Always well, no, most right. horror films are usually occur at night, don't they? When the bad shit happens, it's usually at night.
1: Exactly, and it was. But when it's in
2: the day, it's a bit more like.
1: Yeah, you're a bit more like, oh fuck, that's that's not cool. But I I loved it.
2: Everyone, everyone, everyone's a little bit afraid of the nighttime because it's dark and it's the unknown. But if it's daytime, you can see everything and something weirds popping up. It makes it a lot worse. Yeah, you see like.
1: yeah, Yeah, and it's it's that feeling of like. I'm not safe during the I day.
2: should be safe in the day. Why yeah, aren't yeah, safe in the
1: day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like at night you're always like, oh. there was an entire storyline for me, which shouldn't have been in the film, um, would have made it probably twenty minutes shorter. It was it was
2: a good Are you on about the monkey storyline?
1: Yeah, the monkey storyline with Glenn from The Walking Dead. Yeah. Um Yeah. For me that was that was fucking pointless. i like it Was it was a weird good storyline but it just didn't yeah. didn't deserve to, to have me. as
2: much prominence as it did.
1: Yeah, I felt like it there was gonna be a yeah. callback. There was gonna be something else. So it like I just didn't didn't see the point in it to be honest. It could have been generic yeah. ranch okay. owner, zero fucks given. But yeah, I I I thought it was really good. There was yeah, it was unsettling again freaked
2: me out a little bit. Standard good times.
1: Standard uh Peel film, great great yeah. soundtrack, great fucking yeah. music in there. Um
2: Daniel Kaluuya acting his arse off as usual.
1: Yeah, standard. Um acting his
2: arse off by not acting his arse off, which is always good. Yeah. J- does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's like He's it's not adult. underplayed, but like, it's not overplayed, it's like perfect.
1: Yeah, I just thought it was really good. There was some some quite harrowing. Harrowing scenes,
2: Jeff. Well there was a there was a there was a bit where uh, he goes looking through some stables and there's like aliens that he spots and it's really fucking weird. Yeah. But then it just turns out to be the neighbour and ranch's kids like prank doing a prank, but it fucking freaked the freaked us out, didn't it? Yeah. Like
1: well, nah. Like, what that, the no. fuck was that? And even he oh. goes, Nope. Nope, he and he no, starts and then walking
2: Clearly, cle- <laughs> Then he just punches one in the face, which I thought was brilliant, because you don't see that in horror film. <laughs> no. like, if you get confronted by like a ghost or a demon, they usually run away, but you just turn around and just fucking, it fucking jaws it. it. Yes. Like, thank <laughs> you, finally. Yeah. Some shit that we can fucking relate to. But no, I just thought it was fucking great. The the house
1: scene towards the end is fucking disturbing. Um. Mm. The screams alone, <laughs> to be quite honest. And, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I just love how the when it's raining, you can tell where the UFO is by... Because it's not raining. Because it's not raining around that end Blocking out the sky, yeah. Yeah, and he was just like, well... And then I think it it got a bit weird towards the end. It just
2: it kind yeah, of... Yeah, it did get... Yeah, very strange towards the end, but...
1: Got a bit odd. I'm here
2: for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. I didn't see it coming,
1: to be quite honest. And again, it's...
2: completely out of left field, like, what? Yeah,
1: and, and, you know, not to get into the realms of spoilers, but it was a very different take on an Alien
2: film. Mm.
1: It was a very, very... It was a very
2: unique take. take. I've never really... I've never come across that before.
1: No, I haven't really either. that,
2: That, That kind of take, but... I like it. I'm here for it. I think it's cool. I like it. Yeah. If you've seen the film, you know what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah, there was just there was some really really good scenes in it. Um, That just yeah, all around. Bit of a
2: montage at one point as well.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I just thought it was just really good. Like the comedy bits were good. It was not like again apart from the. It was yeah. The kind of monkey storyline with Steven Yeun always a bit yes, it's not for me it's never
2: here nor there but
1: you should have just saved that for another film
2: <laughs>
1: to be quite honest it, it kind of been...
2: makes sense but it kind of could have been left out as well
1: yeah it, like, it would have reduced the I don't the think time it, down it to doesn't add right
2: anything out. but it just, it wouldn't have took I don't think it adds too much but it if it wasn't in it it wouldn't have taken anything away do you know what I
1: mean yeah exactly um i, I just feel like that I'd have watched some weird film about that situation and then what he went off to do, whatever fucking yeah. weird antics and shit he ended up doing later on in life. You know what I mean? I'd have watched that as a separate film, but in this, yeah, I just it would have reduced the runtime down by 20 minutes or okay. so. Yeah, yeah, made it a good hour and a half, solid.
2: See, I did, I did feel like it was overly long. I didn't feel like it was dragging at any point, really, for me. No, I, think I it just switched between everything quite nicely. It was nothing overly. It didn't do that monkey shit for too long. You'd be like, "What the fuck's going on?" Do you know what I mean? It was all a bit interchanged, yeah. and it kept it kept my attention for the whole film, which was good. Yeah, it's same. always a good sign for me if you can keep my attention.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unlike Halloween
2: H two O, which was shit.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I just think, like, I don't know, for two hours and ten minutes. I wanted that monkey stuff to come back to play another part or something weird. It like was that. weird
2: that yeah, it kind of made sense but didn't at the same time. It's very strange that little bit. I don't know. Yeah, but it's Jordan Peele, man. What'd you expect? I know. I mean,
1: yeah, us was fucking bizarre, but in that you kind of know what's going on. You know what I mean? It's probably a... that, I, was like,
2: I mean. We're, we've never studied film, we're not film critics, we're just a couple of idiots with some microphones. So there's probably a deeper exactly. meaning that we're just completely missing us. Probably. Like, well, with most of the films we watch. Yeah, yeah, true.
1: And if we do, feel free to fucking slide into our DMs or send us an
2: email. Stories in the Listen, Call, call the us. us fuck tell idiots. us why we're fucking morons.
1: Yeah, because we know we're fucking morons. <laughs> but tell us why we're morons. Yeah.
2: So, um, uh Writing.
1: Out of five,
2: yeah,
1: I'm going at least a three and a half.
2: I'm gonna push for three and a half, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I I really enjoyed it, man. The only
1: thing that knocked it down was, yeah, the kind of useless monkey storyline for me. Yeah,
2: Um, I'm 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 happy with three and a half. Yeah, that's above average. That's yeah, I'd say, yeah, two and and a half down the road, middle, three and a half. That's above isn't it? so yeah, I'd go three and a half.
1: I mean, maybe even I maybe feel like even three horror. and a half is a, is a bit harsh on it. I like,
2: but it, you reckon I think, that's a bit on the low side. See, I was, I was thinking maybe a four, but you said three three and a half. I, I yeah, meet you three and a half. You want? Yeah, three going and, for and a four. half.
1: I wanted there was a there was bit bits. I wanted kind of more all out horror. It kind of it, it,
2: see. I I wouldn't I wouldn't class it as a horror. I'd class it more of a sci, sci-fi thriller.
1: Yeah, that, it that mean, I, that, it had yeah,
2: horror—not horror, but you know, like, uh, set, bits of it were a bit like you made you on edge, but I would call it more of a sci-fi thriller, really, in my yeah. eyes. There were bits where it was suspenseful, and it was like in the realm of horror, but it, I, I wouldn't say there was enough throughout the whole film to actually class it as a full-blown horror yeah horror film
1: kind of apart from like yeah towards the towards it it's, it's definitely a big builder yeah and when shit hits the fan Ooh boy shit shit hits, hits the, the fan, fan. Yeah. yeah um but yeah yeah three and a half um, yeah i'll go
2: for three and a half
1: That's yeah
2: a good score i reckon three and a half i'd say so yeah. so do you want to see my wheel oh, fuck it, i'd love to see your wheel mate let's spin the wheel of misfortune Twirl me, twirl me, twirl me, twirl me, me, baby, till
0: I lose control. You got your arms Blood
2: in the air. on Satan's claw. Ooh, this is one of mine. Nice. Right and
1: synopsisise me then, boy.
2: The accidental unearthing of Satan's earthly remains causes the children of a 17th century English village to slowly convert into a coven of
0: devil worshippers.
1: Noise. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is... Cheers
2: for listening. You have been beautiful.
1: Yeah, it is a pleasure, as always. Never a chore? No. Indeed, so we're always here, lawyering around every week. Wherever you find us um, on all good podcasting platforms, that is where we
2: are. Yeah, so give us a, a, a like, a thumbs a thumbs up. Give us a follow, subscribe, review five stars. Thank you very much. All helps uh, on the socials. We are
1: at SFTC Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Unfortunately, TikTok. But,
2: yeah, uh, if you yeah. want to see all the articles we talked about this week, head over to the Twitter. They will all be linked in the Twitter thread for this week's release, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, if you want to email us, store us in the crypt at gmail dot Indeed, we will if talk about your been... spooky spooky encounters, your strange tales. If you got an Any article f- you want to store, films man. that
1: you want us to watch. If yeah. you've ever been yeah. bashed off via boggart.
0: you ever hobbed along with a hobgoblin?
1: Oh. Have you ever been yelled at by a yevron? You ever got
0: frisky with a fairy?
1: We want to hear about it. So. Yeah,
2: tell us. So, uh, yeah, drop us a line, storiesfromthecrypt at gmail.com for all your inquiries, stories, links and all that shit or slide into the DMs on the socials at Podcast. We'll be there. We'll, we'll say hello. And if you're listening to the, to us, screenshot it, post it on your story, tag us, we'll repost it.
1: Yeah. Maybe give you a cheeky follow. So
2: uh, that's been us for this week.
1: Pleasure as always. Um, As always. Don't drink the Kool-Aid.
2: And as always, two absent friends. Absent friends.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more